friend, you're listening to Life Coach in Your Pocket with me, your certified life coach, Rachel Bailey. Each week, I'll bring you inspiration, motivation, and empowering learnings to help you navigate life's unexpected terrains. I believe that the more we know, the faster we grow. So each week, I'll be teaching high-level coaching concepts that you can apply to your real life. Here's to accomplishing big dreams, believing in your inner champion, and living a life filled with ease and joy. Like all navigational tools in the 21st century, I fit right in your pocket. I'm a life coach in your pocket. Happy listening. Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of Life Coach in Your Pocket with me, your certified life coach, Rachel Bailey. I have with me today a very special guest, Samantha J. West. I'm so excited she's here. I'm going to introduce her. So Samantha is a life coach. She helps women who struggle in their faith and their confidence to grow in their relationship with God. She helps them to remove who the world told them that they should be so they can become who God created them to be. Samantha is a mother of two beautiful girls, an 18-year-old and an 8-year-old, and she is currently an amazing, booming, abundant, successful life coach. (laughs) Welcome, Samantha. Yay. Thank you so much. Hey, Rachel. (laughs) Hi. I know we haven't talked in a while. Right. It is so amazing. I'm so glad that we connected uh, when we did. What was it? Two years now? Or a year and a half or so? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I see you doing amazing things. I'm super proud of you. I'm so grateful you thought of me to be a guest on your podcast. I'm just, I'm grateful to be in your presence. (laughs) Well, thank you, Samantha. I feel the same. Thank you. Yeah. So I thought it would just be fun to have a conversation about how you've grown into life coaching and what you love about it. And I thought a really good place to start would be to ask you kind of what were you doing before you became a life coach? Um, Well, what wasn't I doing is the question. (laughs) I was struggling to find myself. So I was kind of doing a mixture of here, there, everything. And I, back in, I think, 2008, don't let me tell you, so yeah, maybe 2000, I'm sorry, 17, um, I was asked the question of like, who, who am I? And I didn't know the answer, so I kind of went on this journey of finding myself, and during that time of finding myself, I was, I did real estate school, I worked with an entrepreneur, I um, did, I think I was working, um, I want to say I was working for a school, mm-hmm. so in education, um, just kind of had my hands in a mixture of everything, just really trying to find who I was. So um, before I became a life coach, that's that was the avenue. I was just lost. I was just mm-hmm. lost. And I started working a job. It was actually in education and it was doing um, the front desk. I absolutely hated it. And um used to go to work every single day and cry every day and cry wow. <laughs> you know it's just like this cannot be life and so during this time God was just continuously placing on my heart that I needed to share my story mm. and I was embarrassed to share my story because it's I've been through a lot well I've allowed myself to go through a lot when it comes to relationships and just trauma and healing and you know 
all of that good stuff. And, um, but he constantly placed it on my heart and my spirit. And eventually one day I, I actually had gotten engaged um, because when I was out of work, I met this guy who was helping me pay all my bills. Mm-hmm. Lord, that was the worst. Be- between him and the job, I thought I was going to lose my mind. But I <laughs> I'm only angling me- because I've been there. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, but I went back to work because I was tired of depending on his money. And, um, but my job wasn't paying enough. It was, it was like $24,000, I think. It was horrible. And I'm like, I got to deal with this drama of him this job and I'm not making a lot of money, something has to change. So I was um, at the job and that's when God kept placing on my heart. Like you need to tell your story. You're going to find who you are. And in the middle of me, I can't, I ended the engagement because it was a mess. It was just a mess. Mm -hmm. And that's the story I ended up telling on Facebook. I went live. No, I didn't go live. I I just told the story and I was just, I was sharing my journey of how I stayed in that engagement because A, he was paying my bills and B, I had this nice ring on my finger and I'm more attached to the ring than I was the man. Yeah. And so I wanted to share that with other ladies because of the simple fact that I felt like they may, some, some may still be in the same, may be in that position as well. Right. And so um, I received so much feedback. I was like, okay, well, maybe God really knows what he's talking about. <laughs> like that, that's how he and I cover, we have a communication, you know, I'm like, okay, God, you, you must know what you're talking about. And so um, I chose to go live one day. I was like, okay, well, I got plenty of stories I can tell. And that's what I did. I went live on Facebook and Instagram and we just so many people were just touched by what I was saying. And I'm like, I've been kind of giving this advice and telling people this for free right, <laughs> like for years. Like, and now I see like, okay, it really started dawning on me. Like God really knows what he's talking about. So it must be something with this, you know, tell your story type thing. Right. And so I just started telling my story and it kind of like led me into the life coaching avenue. Um, I was actually working with moms at first. When I first started, I was just working with moms, helping them to overcome their insecurities um, Mm -hmm. as a total. So lack of confidence, self-doubts, all of that. And because I was that mom coming fresh out of those, um, the toxic relationship, fresh out of a lack of confidence, fresh out of the doubts and fresh out of the fears. I was, I was her. So I knew I related so much to the moms. Um, but as time progressed, um, I actually got led me in a different direction and that led me to today. So now me working with women who struggle in their faith and lack confidence, because I think confidence is the underlining piece of all your insecurities. I feel like once you get your confidence up, that'll help you overcome your fears. That's going to help you overcome your doubts of yourself. That's going to help you overcome, you know, the, the mindset, so to speak. And, um, so now God wants me to help, you know, build up the kingdom and lead more people to him. And that's how I ventured into women who struggle in their faith. Cause it's a lot of women who don't necessarily have that relationship with God and desire that relationship. And so, 
and don't have the confidence that's needed within themselves to step forward in life. So that's how I kind of came to who I am today. Samantha, the life coach today. And I know your question was, how, where were you before? But I just answered that a whole bunch of stuff. So <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. There's some very, very key points that you said that I want to point out to anyone who's listening that is going to work crying every day. I've been there. You've been there. A lot of our clients have been there. And I just want to say, if you're there, there's hope for you. Yes. And absolutely, it's time to make a change in your life mm -hmm. because God does not want that life for you. Yep. Nobody wants that life for you. There are other opportunities. There's other possibilities. Even when you're like, I don't see a way. Like, I need this paycheck. Right. There's other ways. There's <laughs> it is. And that's, that's not God's plan. Like, And that's why it's so important that we learn learn what he wants for us because that's not it yes. <laughs> like that that's not it like and I had to learn that myself like because I was in that mindset of well this is my lot in life you know um so I've had to unlearn a lot of limited beliefs you know and um I felt truly that was my lot in life I felt like okay well this is what God has for me so I'll go to work, but I, at least I could be making more money, God, come on. So, you know, I used to strive for $40,000 jobs. Like I said, with that job, I was making like 20 some thousand. So I'm thinking 40,000, like, yes, that's it. That's still not it. Nope, that's not it. And um, <laughs> even, even with the job, like 40 something thousand, I was still like, no, this, this isn't it. Like, I've never been one to like the boxed in roles. That's just not me, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I agree with you 100%. If, you, if anybody that's listening, you going to work and you are crying and miserable, listen, <laughs> speak something different. I am not saying go and quit your job, but definitely start looking, find yeah. things that are going to bring you peace, you know? And that's a part yeah. of the fear though. People are afraid to step out of that comfort zone to find something else and would rather actually stay in that space because it's comfortable. Yeah. It's miserably, painfully, painfully uncomfortable. Yeah. Is exactly what it is. And you know, that's a testament of being out of alignment. When you're in alignment with the purpose that God has for you, you love what you get to do. Exactly. You love it. It's your yep. purpose. It's your calling. It feels your good. It feeds your soul. Yep. If you're going to work crying, chances are you're doing somebody else's job, you yep. know? Of course. And it's miserable. Nine times out of 10, you're miserable. And you honestly probably won't ever find true peace doing that. Nine yeah. Nine times out of 10, so. Absolutely. And what, when you said, you know, you were struggling to find yourself and then you had this aha moment of, okay, this isn't the job. I don't want this anymore. Why life coaching? How did you come around to that decision? Um, because as I was saying, um, I was giving advice for free yeah. okay. <laughs> to my friends and to my family, you know, and helping them really like overcome obstacles and, and, and shifting their mindsets and giving mm -hmm. them the aha moments. But I wasn't having those aha moments myself. And I'm like, well, if I'm doing this for free, I, maybe, maybe I could get paid and I don't do it because I get paid, but it's like, 
I'm helping change your life, literally. Right. So, and why not get paid for it? But yeah, but, but um, me knowing that I was, I had the impact that I had, and I was able to inspire so many people, made me say, "Hmm, if I'm able to help you shift." in this aspect of your life, then I'm sure I can help you shift in various aspects as well. So um, actually I had a life coach and she kind of led me on the path of this is what you should be doing type thing. You know, mm -hmm. beyond, it was like confirmation, so to speak. God told me, but he never mentioned life coach. He just, it was coaching. Mm -hmm. And so um, she actually helped me to, because she helped me to really believe in myself more, help me yeah. to overcome my own self-doubts, my own fears and my own confidence and or lack of confidence. And when she actually told me to write my very first ebook, um, that's when I finally started stepping out and I'm like, okay, I can actually help people because my book is called uh, New Level, New You. And it's like, you can actually help people. Every new level requires a new you. And you can actually help people get to those new levels, you know, to become yeah. a new person, each one. So that's how the coaching arena just kind of unfolded for me. That's beautiful. I love that. New level, new you. Um, I haven't read your book yet. Let's add it to my... Oh, Shame add it to my, on you, I know. Rachel. I should have read it before our meeting. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna read it now. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's a short read. It's um, it's an ebook. It's uh, about 19 pages, I think. So it's really short. It was when I very first started. Um, but you could definitely, I'll say the link. I mean, if you want me to, um, it's, yeah. Um, you, it's on um, seedandsoulmerchandise.com. So that's S E E D, the letter N S O W. Seedandsoulmerchandise.com you can definitely download your copy. Um, I also have a workbook to go with it as well. Um, and that's more for, you know, like you starting out, if you don't necessarily feel you need the coaching just yet, or you may not be in a, a place financially to uh, afford the coaching just yet. My book and workbook are kind of like, they kind of help you get started. And yes. then once you're in a better place, then you can definitely move forward. But Feel free, download yeah. as many copies as you like. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, Samantha, because of it's course. so true, right? Sometimes when people need that level up or they need that change in their life, they deserve to have a life coach. And the number one thing they come up against is, well, I want to get to the new level, but right now I'm at the level I'm at. And I maybe don't have $1,000 to spend on a coach. Right, so. Right, right. Is getting, it's just getting started somewhere. It's just mm -hmm. getting started somewhere and making that commitment that I'm going to grow and I'm going to change and I'm going to start right now because like you just said, new level, new me, then I can level up. I can work my way. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I love that. So in working with clients, what is the number one similar struggle that they all kind of have in common? I'm stuck. <laughs> I'm stuck. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, that's what I hear the absolute most. I'm just stuck in life. I don't know what to do. I don't know which direction to go. I don't know how to get unstuck. Um, that is the number one thing I hear from every uh, potential client, all of my clients, like that is the number one thing. Um, mm -hmm. And 
I always tell them the same thing. You're stuck because of you. Like, yeah. and I and I, I hate to be so blunt, but it's the truth. You're only you can get you where you want to be. Period. And I just posted it on my Instagram page. But of course, God will guide you. But you know, people say, Hey, I'm waiting on God. I'm praying and he's not answering my prayers. The reality is God is waiting on you. Mm. He's waiting on you to make those steps. He's waiting on you to take the first steps. He's waiting on you to make the move. Once you start putting action behind those prayers, guess what? He's going to see that you're actually working. <laughs> do the work, do the work. And then he'll, he'll show up. And like, that's, that's, that's what I tell people. I'm like, you know, it's you, you are the cause. You're the reason that you're stuck. You're allowing your fears to continue to hold you back. You're allowing your um, doubts to continue to be just these negative Nancy's in your head. You're allowing all of these voices, so to speak, you know, right. the little man in our ears and we all get it, but um, you're allowing that. And so that answers your question. I was about to go into another tangent, but <laughs> <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Yes, those listening, I talk a lot, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, yeah, so that's it, it. That's the number one thing I hear the most as far as, um, help me get unstuck. Why am I stuck? And, and, and like I said, it's always, my answer is always the same. It's you. And, and you have to take the first step. Once you take the first step, God will meet you on the other side, but you have to take the first step. And the first step is always making a decision. Mm-hmm. Make a decision that I am tired of my life being the way that it is. I am tired of being stuck. I am tired of hitting brick walls. I am tired of going in circles. I am tired of living the same life over and over and over again, be it day to day, minute, month to month, uh, year to year. If your life has ended last year, if it ended in 2019 and it ended in 2020 the same exact way, then that's an indication. It's time to do something different. And, you know, you have to own that. Once you start taking accountability for yourself and saying, hey, you know what? You're right. I need to do something different with my life. I am tired of um, my business being stagnant. I'm tired of, you know, just hitting these brick walls. And, um, then once you make that decision, you have to put action behind your steps, like, I mean, behind your decision. You have to right. start doing the work. And that's another thing I tell people all the time. Just do the work. Stop yeah. expecting instant results and do the work. It didn't take you overnight to get your life the way that it is. So your results are not going to be instant either. So, and I right. know, what about you as far as the number one thing you hear from your clients or potential yeah. clients? Absolutely. So the number one thing that I hear from my clients is typically, I don't know how. And it's a, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a, just a different bow on the same thing. I feel mm-hmm. stuck. I don't know how. And um, because sometimes when clients or people out there in the world, right, they feel that stuck. And then what's the next thing they do when they're like, I'm unhappy with my life? Mm-hmm. They think of, well, what do I want instead? sometimes you have to know what you don't want in order to figure out what you do want. And that's exactly. just reality, right? So we have all come up against a life we don't want. That's a gift because it allows you to create what you do want. Mm-hmm. We need contrast. You can't, 
figure out what it is you want to do until sometimes you know, well, I definitely don't want to go to work crying every day and sit at this desk where people yell at me and I'm making, you know, a quarter of the money that I know I deserve. So typically when clients come to me, they have a picture of what they want. If they don't, that's step one. What do you want instead? Let's figure it out. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing is, well, I don't know how. That picture feels like it's a lifetime away or it feels like it's 40 years away or it's going to cost me, you know, so much time and money and energy. And I was just talking about this last week on my podcast that the, the how is just, it's a made up distraction. Just as you said, you know, you take one step forward and then God meets you. I say the exact same thing. You don't need to know how to do all 40,000 steps. You no. literally just need the end picture and you need to do yep. step one. Yep. And what is step one this week? And then, you know, from there, it's if I give them step one and they, like you just said, you're a confidence coach. That's the next thing, right? Well, well here's right. step one. Well, now I'm scared. I don't want to go live on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to share my story. Well, let's start there then because uh, let's figure it out. What's in for each client that might be different. What specifically are you afraid of for some clients? It's, I don't want people to judge me for other clients. It's, okay. I don't want to sound stupid. I don't want to not, I want, I don't want to press the live button and fumble over my words. It could be different for each person. Mm -hmm. What it really boils down to is what's the thought and the emotion that they're allowing to rule their life for them right and and what i was gonna uh piggyback off of that you have to want that end goal keep that end goal in mind and you have it has to be bigger than your comfort zone it has to be bigger than your excuses you know um because uh i'm stuck okay or i don't know how or okay my life i might have zero viewers or those are all just excuses it's just excuses. And I get it. Fear is real. I get it. You know, I, I, um, I know that we all face fears. I know that we all sometimes, you know, people have real anxiety. Um, I don't necessarily believe anxiety is real, real in the sense. I think it's just us putting these thoughts in our heads of, you know, of what could happen or what could go wrong. And it causes our emotions and our feelings and all of that to go into a spiral, which ultimately, yes, creates the anxiety, creates the fear. But you, you have to have a goal bigger than yourself and bigger than that comfort zone. You have to have something that makes you want to push forward every single day consistently over time and make it happen so that yeah. you can overcome those excuses. I mean, nobody feels like getting up every day and doing and yeah. being like being like me personally, like every day I have to work on my mindset every single day. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't always want to be like this bubbly personality and just full of like life. And, but that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm supposed to do. So I, I can't make the excuse and say, I don't feel like it today. You yeah. know, people are literally, I truly believe God placed um, seeds in all of us when we're born. And I believe that, you know, as we grow in life and move forward, getting to those new levels, um, the seeds are meant to be planted in other people. And we right. have assignments and they are waiting on us 
it's literally people's lives that are waiting on to on us to change and transform before they change and transform. So it's just um, you have, like I said, in a nutshell, you just have to push past those excuses. You have to want want it, want it bigger, make it bigger than anything you've ever wanted in your life, and go after it. And that'll help you push past those excuses. So yeah. Oh, that's such brilliant advice. I love that advice. Well, Samantha. Clearly you've, you've created a very successful business. Can I ask you maybe a more personal question? Sure. Uh, what's, what's been your biggest failure and what did you learn from that failure that you would want others to know? In business or personal? Either one, wherever you want to take it. Um, just, I guess, relationships that I've been in, um, because I've been in some toxic relationships um, and it made me feel like a failure, you know? And so that I've failed in life and I failed God and, you know, um, I didn't feel worthy. And so I would definitely say um, just toxic relationships. My last, my ex, ex, uh, I almost said my ex man, but whatever, but my ex boyfriend, he was extremely toxic. He was verbally abusive. And I dealt with that for almost a year before I re realized who I was, before I realized my worth. And coming out of that was difficult for the fact of not to walk away, but it was difficult from the fact of I, I felt like a failure. Like here I am, 40, beautifully 40 something years old, but, <laughs> and, um, you know, feeling like, wow, like, this is my life. Like where, what am I doing? I'm making 20 some thousand dollars a year. I, I have been in this relationship suck. This relationship suck. I've been married before and nothing like what's who like Samantha, get your life together. Like I felt like a failure. So, um, I would definitely say that, um, as far as personally. Yeah. I would yeah. definitely say that. Yeah. Absolutely. And what advice would you give to anybody who's in a toxic relationship right now? Get out. No, I'm just playing. But seriously. But seriously, get out. <laughs> seriously. I mean, but, <laughs> but I know how difficult it could possibly be to just, you know, it's not as easy as, you know, uh, one says, but whew, I would say find yourself, like do whatever you can to find you. Because the moment you start finding you, I don't know if you, I mean, well, since I'm so spiritually based, I would definitely say, you know, get into the word as much as you can. Um, and if, if that's not your forte, okay, I understand it, but just try to find you because the more you find you, the more you're going to grow in who you are, the more you're going to grow in your confidence, the more you're going to know your worth, the, no, the more you're going to know what you're dealing with and what you're going through. It's not, it's not worth it. Um, and it's so much more out here for you. Even if you have to be alone um, for a while after walking away from that situation, it's so much more peace on the other side of the situation because I've been my, even my ex-husband was verbally abusive and I was married to him for, I think two and a half years. I don't remember, but, um, that was difficult. That was a difficult situation for me to leave because I had a, a newborn baby. We had a house. And so, um, 
but I finally did. I finally found myself and I said, okay, enough is enough. And so that's, that, that would be my biggest piece of advice, find you. And at the time I wasn't into God as I am now. I had a relationship with him, but it was, it was definitely nowhere near where it is now. And, but I found me, I found enough strength just to pick up and leave. And that was, I, I had a struggle for years after that financially, I had struggled just finding my confidence, just period. And um, even still, I wasn't like fully confident in myself, which is why I ended up in another similar situation. But um, I found I found enough strength. So not just find yourself, but find the strength, find the strength. If you have to talk to, you know, uh, somebody that can encourage you, push you, motivate you, inspire you, or even if my story is helping you, um, find the strength in what I'm saying and get out because it's not going to get any better. For both of my situations, uh, my ex-husband, it was getting worse. And I, he actually put his hands on me once and I left, but I went back mm. and I don't know why I went back. I, think it was just me just not believing in who I was and also you know not knowing my worth and yeah. went back and it didn't get any better so I found the strength to walk away but then with my ex um I stayed in that like I said for almost a year and truthfully I'm gonna be honest um what kept me in that situation was the sex and I'm just being honest, like, mm -hmm. hey, you know, I, that's just me. I like to be <laughs> real. It's me. But um, yeah, that's what kept me there. And so after I realized, like, okay, it has to be, this This can't be it, you know? Yeah. And even in that situation, I had to find myself again and, and build up enough strength to walk away. So, and and, and from both of those situations, I have definitely learned my worth now, but it was a it was a difficult time walking away from that and finding my strength even going forward. However, I'm on the other side to all the listeners. I'm on the other side of both of those incidents and I'm stronger now. Yeah. I'm like I have so much peace, nothing or no one can disturb that and nothing will ever take me back to who I used to date or like I, I would right. never date those guys again. And um, so I say that to say like, take that first step. Like we were just saying, in, mm -hmm. in, even in business, um, just every aspect, take that first step. Once you take the first step, God will meet you on the other side. I promise you. And you find so much more peace. You'll find so much more happiness. You will find you and yeah. you'll just, you'll be so happy that you left that situation. Oh, that's so good and so true. And there's so many women that can relate. I can even relate. I mean, I would have had the same answer if you said, Rachel, what's been your, your biggest failure or what do you consider to be your biggest failure? Same story, different year, different situation, but I didn't know who I was and I ended up in a toxic relationship. I was engaged to a narcissist and I didn't know he was a narcissist at the time. I didn't even know what that was. Um, and there were red flags. There were a lot of red flags. Just the things he would say to me. He was demeaning. He would put me down. And I just, at that time in my life, I couldn't see it. I couldn't see the black and white. 
I just saw a lot of gray area and he was masterful at making me confused. So he'd put me down, right? And he'd say like, oh, you're, you're fat or you're chubby. And then he'd come back and say, you know, I'm sorry I said that. I'm just used to dating women who are more fit. And so you're like, was that an apology or <laughs> not? Like, <Right. laughs> I'm confused. And it's funny, like looking back now, okay, I'm 33 years old and I would never tolerate that. Mm-hmm. But I was young. I was naive. I was insecure. This was, I thought I was in love with this man. So when you add all that up, it can be confusing when you're in those situations and you're like, well, they're sometimes they're nice to me and they tell me that they love me and then they turn around and stab me in the back and a year into our relationship and we'd just gotten engaged I found out that he'd been cheating on me for our entire relationship that he had had a girlfriend when we met which I did not know and just was serially cheating on me the whole entire time and when that relationship ended now I I know people who are listening to this are going to say, neither one of us are failures. We went through something that was horrible. When I went through that, though, that really tested my strength and perseverance as a person. Absolutely. 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 I mean, and the way I I didn't even walk away, really. I mean, kind of, sort of. But what happened was I I confronted him because I figured out he'd been seeing this other woman and I confronted him about it and he laughed in my face and said, I guess you finally figured it out. It took you long enough. You're so dumb. Something like that effect. And um, then he left me for the other. So I was like, so devastated. Right. I I didn't even feel like I had my, I, I didn't even have my head held up high. It's like, he left me. He just discarded me like yesterday's trash. And, um, through that experience, I really was taken to the pit of despair of, mm-hmm. am I worth anything? I'm not Absolutely. even worth, you know, being the other woman. I'm not even worth that much for you. I, you're just going to leave me here like this. Mm-hmm. And going through that, I can attest now has, is contributed to the self-confidence and the self-worth, believe it or not, that I have now that you just said, Samantha, that no one can take away. No one and nothing no. can take it away because no. going through that, I I came back to God. I'm like, okay, God, who do you say that I am? Because right now exactly. I feel completely worthless. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you said that people may say we, we're not failures. We know that. But in those moments, you feel like a failure. You feel like you felt like your life is a failure. Mm -hmm. And it's difficult for people to walk away from that because the confidence is so low, because they've been kind of belittled for a while. You know, the self-esteem has been taken away. You know, but what I've learned from the situations is it's not, it was was never us. It's Mm -hmm. them. Their confidence was low. They felt I don't want to curse, but they felt, (laughs) they felt horrible about their own lives. And as a result, they brushed it out on us. So yeah, I totally agree with everything you said, but it took that though. And, and I always say that because your story is so powerful, Mm -hmm. you know, it took those moments for both of us and even whatever happened in other times 
for us to be where we are today. You know, because I always think like, hmm, would I have this unbreakable confidence? I'm not going to say it's unbreakable, but I'm pretty confident in myself. But would I be there had I not been through all the mess that I've been through? You know, mm-hmm. would I really love myself the way that I do had I not been there? Had I, Would I have the relationship that I have with God had I not gone through all that bull crap? You know, so it right. served a purpose, but I'm I'm truly grateful. Like we both made it on the other side. We did. We did. And that's, uh, you know, for no matter who's listening out there, whether what side you're on, no matter what side you're on, it's that contrast, right? We have to know what we don't want and we have to know what we are not in order to know who we are and what we do want. So like, I do believe that God allowed me to go through that because the question when I was left there crying on the floor was, am I worthless? And I had to find the answer because I was legitimately asking that question and I was seeking and seeking and seeking that answer. I'm valuable. I'm priceless. I'm precious. And I can do amazing things. God said I can do amazing things. I'm going to do amazing things with my life and I'm going to help people who are in that pit of despair. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's beautiful. I'm so glad I asked. I was like, oh, what if she doesn't want to answer? (laughs) Oh, I, I, I am truly an open book. Like I, that is one thing I pride myself on. Like I'm, I'm open, I'm vulnerable because I, I find people love authenticity. You know, I, I'm just myself, you know, and I feel like I know people can relate to my story. Like I've been through a lot and I don't mind because I know that it's a testimony. I know that it is for me to help other people. So yeah, if you want to ask that, whatever, that's fine. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So what is one thing you wish you had known when you started life coaching? What's one thing you wish you had known when you began your career that you now Um, know? hmm. One thing I wish I knew when I started was nothing has to be perfect. Hmm. It's just like, Nothing has to be perfect. When I first started, I wanted my website perfect. I wanted my logo perfect. I wanted just everything. I wanted everything in order. So not just not perfect, but it doesn't even have to be in order. (laughs) Honestly, because (laughs) you literally will find your way as you go. And, um, but had I, had I known that I probably would have started earlier and being able to actually just take that step and say, you know what? It's, but when I did find out, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. But yeah, like, yeah, even now, I'm, I'm still finding my way every single day. I posted something the other day. I said, if it looks like I know what I'm doing, I think you liked it, but if mm-hmm. I'm, if it looks like I know what I'm doing, I don't. I'm just out here trusting God. That's true. I really don't. Like, sometimes <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I have no clue. But like I'm just finding my way and so um but yeah that's that's one thing I would definitely say if 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 yeah if I could go back I would say just just do it like now kick yourself in the butt Samantha and say girl you don't have to have this perfect website you do not have to have this logo just go just do what you got to do and don't even focus on that it'll come it'll come when it's time Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I love that. And it's so true. I mean, perfectionism is, it's what stopped me in my life from doing a lot of things. 
including this podcast, my very first episode, I talked about how wanting it to be perfect forced me to procrastinate it for years until exactly. I finally was like, it doesn't have to be perfect. <laughs> right. Yeah. It doesn't. And that's something that we have to understand because perfectionism doesn't, it's not real. It's like, yeah. it'll never happen. Like um, people, but people get stuck in that moment though, um, of wanting things to be perfect. And that's another thing that keeps you stuck. Yeah. in life just it gotta be this way gotta be that way gotta and actually for years I was um stuck I wanted like I said I had to have this website I wanted my logo oh girl bye and um <laughs> I actually paid someone to do me this website pay her to do my logos and she did nothing and so she took my money I ended up getting it back over yeah, I had to take her, like, I had to get the lawyers on her and everything. Like, no, you oh got the God. right one because what we're not going to do is take my money. And so, um, but she took my money and gave me nothing. And that made me, but it forced my hand. God is so strategic because it forced my hand to actually just do it. Just, mm -hmm. I, I actually went um, on GoDaddy and created my own website. Cause I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm here. I am a brand new business owner. I don't even think I had the name of my business at the time, but I was like, girl, I don't have money for this. And so I was able to create my website for free. And mm -hmm. I, it's the same website I still have two years later. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like, and it's still just, it's, it's, I go in and update it, but it's still not perfect. And even with my logo, I found somebody, I think I found it. Somebody did a logo for me on Etsy for a very reasonably reasonable price. And I just moved forward because when she didn't give me my stuff, I wasn't, I was at the point in my life where, like I mentioned earlier that I was, I had made up my mind. I was tired of my years ending the same way over and over again. So I was determined that nothing was going to stop me. So my, my want for or need for perfection God was like, no, that's, that's, that's not what's going to happen. And like, what you're going to do is do what I told you to do. And you're going to do it now without the website, without the logo. And that's just that period. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because at the end of the day, it's helping clients. And if you've got a client, exactly. uh, you have a business, you have income, you have cash flow. <laughs> so you have profitability. Right. <laughs> well, we, well, we you put... should. Let me be clear. <laughs> And we put so much importance on the way things look and the way they sound. And are people going to think that this is perfect? Should I go and erase every time I said, um, in this podcast episode, it's like, I don't have time for that. Exactly. If you're, it, it's not perfect. And you know what? I don't apologize for that because if anything, I'm supporting your understanding that you can do something and do it imperfectly. Exactly. And that works. And it works. It works. It works every single time. Just start, and once you start, you're going to start imperfect. And matter of fact, even if you've been in the business, I think you've been in business, what, six years, seven years? Mm -hmm. Five years. So, okay. So even five years, I'm still sure there are some moments that you're like, okay, I'm just going to do this. And mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be what it is. And I think even 10, 20 years down the line, when we're both like these mega millionaires, um, we're going to still be like, hmm this isn't perfect. This is not good. Like, but listen, whatever, we've made it this far on imperfection. Let's keep going. 
So yeah. it's just, yeah, it's just a way, it's just like a push in the butt. Like, just do it. Just do it. Right, exactly. And you can't improve upon something that doesn't exist anyway. So Exactly. You like you with your website, right? It's like once it's finished, you can go in and update it and make it better. But if it doesn't exist, how are you going to make it perfect anyway? You can't. Right. You can't. But then we get stuck in the moment of thinking that it's going to be perfect, and but you don't even know what. Like you just said, like how can you make it perfect and it doesn't even exist? But you don't even what does perfection look like? Right. Like what does it look like? Seriously, when you ask yourself, like, okay, I have this vision in my head, but even once you get it to that vision, you're still going to want something else done. Right. <laughs> what is perfection. What does yeah. perfection look like? That's the question you should ask people. Like yeah. <laughs> that are perfectionists. And I'm not knocking anyone that's a perfectionist, but ask them, like, what does per- perfect look like to you? If you could have a perfect world. And then ask them, like, do you really think that that's a, that, that will ever happen? Like, right. Or that it's going to bring you some sort of wholeness and completeness and joy right. or not. It won't. Yeah. Right. It won't. Exactly. Well, listen, Samantha, this has been so fun. I, I typically like to ask guests if they have any inspired action steps or, you know, what's the one thing that you would leave listeners with that you would want them to know? Um, one thing I would say, um, trust yourself, Mm. trust yourself. You got it. Like you have everything you need inside of you already to do what God created you to do. Trust yourself. Once you trust yourself, that'll help you make the decisions that you need to make. It'll help you to take those first steps that both Rachel and I have spoken about and once you uh, grow more in trusting you, you'll be able to grow more in trusting God. So trust yourself in where you are right now and take the first step. Perfectly said. Beautifully said. Thank you so much, Samantha. That's great. So now for my listeners who aren't following you yet, where can they find you? First of all, why aren't you following me? I'm just I'm kidding, listeners, but so you can find me on Instagram. Um, my Instagram handle is I am Samantha J. West. And if you are interested in my coaching services, I do offer free impact calls. Um, so we can definitely, I would love to chat with you and get to know you more and see if uh, you would be a good fit for the coaching that I offer. Um, my website to book a free impact call would be aspire to impact.org and so um you can definitely and, and you can also find me on facebook as well it's samantha j west on facebook all of my i'm actually maxed out on my facebook friends but you can follow me there on, on facebook as well beautiful thank you so much samantha i'm really glad that you were able to i know you are in high demand and i we appreciate your time so thank you so much for coming Oh, you're more than welcome. Thank you, Rachel, for having me. You're welcome. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Life Coach in Your Pocket. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, Or if you're looking to get involved in one of my coaching programs, you can reach me directly at coachrachelbailey.com. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.